and welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on this particular episode, we will be recapping the challenge season 32, Final Reckoning, episode 11, entitled You're the Worst. Which is apparently the name of a television show. It totally is a name of a TV show. Um, the show is called You're the Worst. It's on FXX and... Um, it's Who's pretty current. I, actually, it's a f- good show. I've, I oh. watched m- most of the first season, and I want to watch more. Uh, friends of mine have said it's hilarious and that I should stick with it. It's a funny comedy show that I think is currently running on FXX. Because when you um, were looking up the title of last night's show and you said you're the worst, I said, wow, it broke the streak of being named after television shows. But apparently it didn't. I no. just find it interesting they picked a television show that I've never heard of. Maybe I'm just a grandma, but like I've heard of Six Feet Under. Yeah, that was the episode one. You know, what's interesting is uh, that they are naming them all, you know, names of TV shows. But like there's no it's just like whatever fits like it's not like current there's no show. Theme. There's no th- theme except for the fact that these were shows on TV either now or It's not a like all soap ago. operas. It's not like all my children. Let's go through it. We'll rank them really quick or we'll talk about them. Six Feet Under. I think that's a great it's television epic. show. It's epic. <laughs> so then they kind of break out. They break this. Uh, they already break out of what they're doing by calling the next episode, episode two, The Young and the Reckless. Okay. Which well. I, is a play on The Young and the Restless unless there's a TV show called The Young and the Reckless, which I do not think. I don't know of it if there is. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, that's back, a show. Back to naming things exact titles. The Affair. A show. title. Breaking Brad. Okay. There definitely wasn't a show called wow. Breaking Brad. So they're establishing a pattern and then breaking it. Yeah. Or the pattern is like, well, no sometimes pattern. we'll do it this way and sometimes we'll do it this way. A series of, inf- of unfortunate events. Is that a subtitle of a movie? I thought it was a series of books. Well, I think it is, and I think it may have been a show, too, maybe on Netflix, like a kid's show. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Big Little Lies. It's yeah. a, that's pretty hard. That's hard drama. That's hard drama. That's hard drama. Everyone knows about that. Shameless. Yeah. You know. That's a pretty popular show. The show Shameless? Yeah. <laughs> Broing Pains. Now, now here they've abandoned using somebody's name. Yeah. Oh, wait. Although Young and the Reckless, they didn't. Okay, so this is more like a Young and the Reckless. Yeah. Where they're just kind of describing the episode by using some sort of plain yeah. words. But Broing Pains feels more fun than Young and the Reckless. Yeah, definitely. Definitely more fun. Redemption House of Cards. Now, here's something that has bro- broken the pattern. <laughs> They've added a word yeah. to House of Cards right. to make this title. They didn't replace a word with a name. No. They just added a whole new word. Yeah. Redemption House of Cards. Yeah. And then You're the Worst, which was last week's episode. Which is a, a show on FX. Yes, currently. Yeah. It's a comedy show. Okay. And next week, you. can you guess what next week's episode's called? Is it um, Frasier and Friends? Close. Unhappy Days. Oh, <laughs> my know, God. Unhappy Days is a hilarious name. It's like, I don't know. What should we name this? Uh, I don't know. What What else do we got on the board of uh, shows? Um, uh, I love Loosely. Does anybody <laughs> have sex with four people on this episode? <laughs> no? Okay. What do we got? How about, uh, oh, Unhappy Days. Yeah, somebody's upset. <laughs> We'll throw on Happy Days there. That'll be good. Uh, next week, we'll probably do something like the Unhoneymooners. <laughs> um, I don't know. Anyway, Ashley, you were just mentioning something before we, we uh, turned this pod machine on about your thoughts so far on this season. I'm just like hot or cold with this season. That's and right now, I'm That's cold. You said, you said you, did not, you do not think you like this season. I don't think I like it as much as I liked last season. I think I liked Vendettas more. Why? I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. Um, you know, I've, I enjoyed, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. Why are you making fun of me (laughs) all of a sudden? It's just funny to hear you say, I can't put my finger on it. I can't put my finger on it. (laughs) You, you. What? It's funny. I'm allowed to point out when you say funny things. It's something we do on this podcast. I accept. Thank you. I just don't know why, but it's not getting me. It's not getting me. I thought I was going to be excited to have a bunch of my faves back in the house, um, Amanda, Ashley, etc. But instead, they've just sort of, um, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just in a bad mood. <laughs> I think the drama, I love the drama, but it might have just gotten too much. And also now that I know 
that like you know cast members are piping up about how editing is working and how storylines are being manipulated and now that i know that things aren't what they are yeah i'm just it's like it's like a complicated math problem yeah you know i don't want the challenge to be that when we were watching last night and you piped in about something that we are going to talk about during the recap and you were like, well, actually, this person said this is how it went down. And then described the edit move that they made. It ruined it for me for a right? second. Yeah. I didn't want to hear that. It's yeah. not that I don't know that it's happening. I know that it's happening. But it's like, I don't need to know. Like, it ruins the show for me when I know that it's not actually happening in a way. Right. Which is why I don't really like to hear about the editing stuff. Now, this particular point, it was very dramatic. And I was sort of interested in the moment. But after, upon hearing... Yeah. Uh, what was going on really in the house or, or how the sequence of events actually happened. It bummed me out. Same. I didn't and I didn't like it. It made me feel like, oh, what the fuck are we even watching this thing for then? What are we watching it for? And then there's just like complicated, like long division. Like, OK, now if this person's in this room originally, but they're saying that this person was in this room and then you move the decimal here, then this person is actually it's like we're trying to find the enemy here. And then at the end of the night, it's like, oh, they're just all kind of villains. Oof, that's a tough way to start the recap. Let's get into it, Ash. <laughs> last night's episode in um last night's episode began with Natalie giving us a last week on. She said, "Hey, miss last week? Well, this is what happened." And it was probably the weirdest opening it, to a recap. It um, was strange. I mean, she was set up in like 1990s uh Sports Illustrated babe pose. Yeah. Uh on like a, a like a wall on like the top of like something where she was sunbathing, but it was also like the most like, are you guys ready to hear what's happening last week? Okay, check it out. It was, it was like, like a cheerleader that yeah. just had been told that her <laughs> yeah, dog died or yeah. something. It, it was, was <laughs> she. It was she was trying to say it as cheery as possible, but like through gritted teeth. Nick, as soon as it happened, Nick was like, "Oh my god, what happened there?" Like yeah. it, it seemed like a disaster had happened. No, it was just like no natural. She's got. She doesn't have like. Any sort of naturalness on television, which how did she get on Big Brother? I think she's kind of natural on in her interviews. Yeah, I guess. But like even in this episode later, Polly is like coaching her on how to like get out of her head and like be able to like confront people. It's like, how did you get on reality TV? Yeah. You know what I mean? Not if only did she get on it, I think she won. She's wild. It's interesting. I mean, I'm not. She she's she seems smart, and she seems like she's got. I think she has some anxiety issues going on. If I'm gonna just go ahead and couch a diagnose from the living room. Did y'all not see last week? Well, here it is. You know, <laughs> like it was just odd, and then her pose was just so like. She seemed uncomfortable. Yeah, it was just like, wait, let me get in the most cliche sexy pose that uh, a woman could do between 1971 and 1994. Yeah, so so different than like Shane and Marie laying on the floor playing with the crystal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, very different vibes coming off Natalie. She reminds us that last week Hunter is nervous about Ashley, that Davon and Jose are back in the house, and that the, we left on a cliffhanger of a purge challenge. Losers go straight to the redemption house. That means this week's episode opened at the daily. There they are. They're eating their food. We know that Ashley and Hunter have already won. Now we're just trying to find out who lost, who's going to stay, who's going to go to the redemption house. It's down to Cam and Kaylee versus Kara and Marie. Really, it's down to Cam and Kara because Cam and Kara have to see who can eat the most plates in the next three minutes. Whoever eats the most plates gets to stay in the main house. Nelson standing there coaching Cam. Come on, Cam. You can do this. Why is he doing this? He loves Kaylee. Cam's freckles are so cute. I wrote it down. It's true. She looks adorable. Guess what happens? Does anyone want to know? I do. Cam loses. Well, yeah, or Carmaria wins. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> here's the thing about this. The way that they were stretching this out and editing this thing, I was like, boy, they're really making it seem like there's a chance that Cam is going to lose this. All she has to do is eat seven and everybody else ate at least seven. Yeah. And and Cara Maria uh, and uh, Marie are going to lose this because they right. just can't. They 
you know, they, they can't possibly win because they only had five plates to eat or it's whatever. It's a sealed deal. So the way that they were going back and forth and showing the timer and like Cam being like, ah, this is gross. And then Carmaria shoving food in their mouth. I'm like, boy, they're going to throw the switchy swervy on us and then be like, oh, okay, well, Cam won, you know, and they just had to make it dramatic. It was shocking to me that, that Cam didn't just plow through and yeah. eat what she had to eat just to save herself. All she had to do was eat seven plates. And Cara would have gone in. Cara and Marie would have gone to the Redemption House by default. It was very strange. It was strange. Uh, Cam and Kaylee have to go into the Redemption House. Um, and, you know, that's tough for two reasons. Number one, nobody wants to be in the Redemption House. And number two, who's in the Redemption House? Well, Natalie and Polly, which uh, Natalie. They're worst enemies. Nat- well, Natalie is yeah. Kaylee's worst, is her mortal enemy. Yeah, we'll find out about more of that dumb drama later. It's not dumb drama. I shouldn't say that. There's some real life stuff. You states. say whatever you got to say. There's real life stuff happening there. I just wish they would stop bringing up this storyline and showing us the footage of the suitcase being thrown over the railing once again. I mean, how many times do I have to see that suitcase? fly over that gd railing i know and kaylee blames natalie for it in it's, some way. it's like stop why are you blaming I, kaylee blames natalie for it because kaylee is upset with herself and embarrassed that she outed natalie and so all she has to do is like all she can do because she can't accept that fact is cl- is cling to this idea that natalie was giggling while it was happening yeah and it takes every little editor they have over at mtv to try to screen grab when natalie Natalie was giggling or involved I in know. this thing. Like it's they, point they, three seconds where she's like covering her mouth. And and at one point when they pause the the thing and zoom in on Natalie, it's like she's in the corner of the screen, completely blurry, can't see that it's her at all. But they circle her and write Natalie next to it and be yeah. like, "See, she was in the house when this happened." Yeah, and it's like. Okay, that's a stretch. That is a stretch. Yeah, she didn't throw the suitcase over there. You outed her on social media, Kaylee. Just apologize for it. Kaylee's uh, interesting for me because I'm not too sure that every viewer of the challenge uh, the past few seasons has seen her in her natural element, which is X on the Beach UK, where she is, from what I've seen from only season five, a straight-up villain. Like, she is, like, a different person. Yeah. Um, in those houses it's it, she's just more it's her she's more comfortable she's brought in as a shit stirrer yeah, yeah so it's like seeing her kind of play sometimes play victim in this show and then also kind of play number two to cam and like not really be doing anything there's yeah. really no storylines with her except yeah. for like this one and a little bit of nelson like not really the most boring storyline of all time yeah nelson it, and kaylee it's like well no 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 she is being she is like if this was happening in the uk like everybody would be upset with kaylee right now you know like here yeah i agree with you 100 percent. kaylee is gorgeous kaylee is fun she seems like she's an actual competitor she has all of the ingredients to be a challenge star i do not like the fact that she has taken such a stance with natalie where she refuses to apologize for outing natalie on social media it's so immature to me yeah and it just makes Uh, me not like her there's a whole scene dealing with this later let's save it for that you're right you're right you're right okay back to the daily uh cara has won tj standing there he's he's talking to everybody he lets us know he hates the eating challenges too that makes me so happy he says Getting a lot, by the way, getting a lot of TJ commentary in this episode, like getting to hear what TJ thinks about things. Yeah. Um, I like that. This, I, I liked some of it. I did not like others. We'll get to that later. So I enjoyed knowing that TJ hated eating challenges because as a viewer, I hate watching people puke myself. I hate it. These are the worst. So since Ashley and Hunter won, uh, TJ reminds them that they will get a reward. Then we get a little interview with uh, a post um, challenge interview with Hunter and Ashley. Hunter, I say to Nick, Hunter looks drunk. Nick says Hunter looks incredibly pleased with himself. Yeah, he he looks real like to me. He looked like he was um, so very proud of himself but trying to like tamp down he couldn't even talk yeah he was just kind of like hey man you know me man i I guess this is it huh oh i didn't really win anything oh okay like you didn't get a you don't get a power vote here you know what i mean it was like yeah yeah i'm I'm the king right now i guess i I guess it is pretty nice to be up on top of this castle huh yeah 
So that takes us straight to the redemption house. We leave this uh, daily and we go with the losers, Cam and Kaylee, to the redemption house. They walk in at night. Um, Natalie is the first to see them. She starts freaking out. She's like, my anxiety is at an all-time high. She goes upstairs. She goes, she gets Polly. Polly is training. He's running at night like a psycho. Cam and Kaylee are super happy to see Polly. Natalie hides. Um, Cam again brings up the suitcase incident. Natalie is hiding because, and her anxiety is at an all-time high because the person that outed her is in the same house with her. I understand her feelings here. She must be scared. This has got to be bringing up a lot of strange emotions for her. Um, yeah, it was. It was also interesting. Like Polly was like, "Yo, what up, man?" Yeah. Like hugged everybody. I, I, I had. I didn't. I had thought that they were both beefing with that team. It turns out they're not. I thought they were beefing with that team too, but I also think that if you're in the redemption house, you're bored as fuck. Yeah, that's so what I So you're just like happy to. to see anybody. You're just like telling me about the outside world. You yeah. know, what do you know? Yeah. Um, but Polly running at night, I don't, I, it reminded me of that scene in Get Out where the guy, the grandfather or someone is running at night. Do you remember? And it's just oh, so yeah. creepy. Oh, oh, it was just like the guy, he was like the hired help at the house yes but he was uh, also like he was like running the perimeter of the house yeah well it's a little different get out was a little different (laughs) (laughs) i would say this was scarier watching paulie do it um he was also like doing like military roles or something i don't know what he was doing like running in place rolling on the ground saying ct's name over and over (laughs) again (laughs) like watching paulie train in the house by himself is pretty funny it is creepy um so that takes us to the main house where tony and is talking to johnny bananas on the balcony tony's saying hey man i thought we were gonna come in here we're gonna be like batman and robin actually kind of more like batman and batman but like we came in here and the girl are running this house like what is the deal the lavender losers yeah they're really up on that pushing this lavender loser thing drop tony time and totally embrace lavender losers everybody keeps saying lavender losers as if they're the most i realized during this episode i just hate everybody like i'm not on anyone's side here i'm just i feel done with everyone um so yeah tony's just kind of talking about how the girls are running the house and johnny's saying like you know what you gotta let them just kind of vote like let the weak weed themselves out then we see shane and nelson on another balcony and it's being edited to look as if this com- these two conversations are happening at the same time i'll bet a hundred dollars that they're not um and then we have shane and nelson just kind of saying we got to vote johnny and tony in so this seems to be the theme of this episode how to get johnny and tony out of the house because they are not really aligned with anyone that is in power. They are in line with Zach, but Zach is aligned with Amanda, who is a lavender lady. And, um, you know, there's a lot of talk this season about how Johnny doesn't have power. There's a lot of talk. This is the season where you see Johnny not having power. Not once has he been voted into an elimination. Explain to me how Johnny doesn't have power. Explain to me how Cam has more power than Johnny when she's been voted into like three or four eliminations. I call bullshit. Yeah, I think... I think bottom line and i and i and shane says this pretty much at some point in an interview in this episode as much as people want to you know say johnny's a loser he sucks he's got nobody nobody wants to call johnny and tony in in to compete against them um they are athletic strong guys yeah and so far um, in the elimination challenges, I haven't seen anything that maybe Johnny, except for the puzzle, there's a couple of puzzle ones, but a lot of the puzzle ones also have a component of strength and being yeah. able to hold your breath and stuff like that. And it has come down to those, not necessarily completing the puzzle. So like whether you're trying, you, you, you're the band on your wire that you're, you're bungee that's trying to get to the blocks that, you know what I mean? There's yeah. oh, nobody is sure that they could go up against Tony and Johnny in any of these eliminations and actually take them out. That's true. They're not sure of it. And that, honestly, is your best friend when you're Johnny Bananas in this house. You know, I just, you're 100% right. And I just realized why I don't like, why I'm, I'm having reservations about this season. It's called Final Reckoning, and there's a bunch of storylines that are brand new. Where is Laurel? Okay, where is Laurel? <laughs> Why is she not going up against Cara Maria? I would much rather watch a Laurel and Cara Maria versus versus each other than Cara Maria versus the Lavender Ladies. Yeah, the final reckoning is going to happen on 
some podcast somewhere where everybody's going to be on and actually yeah. talk about why they're mad at one another. Like yeah. this is, I, the, the, my, um, MTV has embraced the social media aspect of the um, show a, as well as they should. Most long running um, uh, series of reality shows at this point uh, do embrace what happens online between seasons. Yeah. It uh, it doesn't add to things in my my opinion. It, it's not they're not they're unable if you can't just have it be about what people tweeted to people mid season, right? So and really that's why people are mad at one another. Yeah. So you have to sort of fabricate what you know in a game sense. Oh, last season you did this to me, and that's why you're my, my vendetta. No. You outed me on TV, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you talk shit about me and my girlfriend, you know, on my Instagram. And it's like, that's every one of these beefs. You know, it's also well, happening. Well, Maria and Laurel's about Nicole, and that yeah, happened you know, in the house. I'm talking about what we're seeing on TV yeah. in this season. You know, this, is also ha- this also happens on Jersey Shore, where it's like everything has to do with either an Instagram Live video that went up that people yeah. are questioning or the fact that one cast member posted Jersey whore on another cast member's wall or something like that. It, it's, it, and yeah, okay, we got to bring that up and talk about it. It's real life, but it doesn't add to the game or the show, and it takes away from the viewer's enjoyment, in my opinion. I agree. Next scene, we are out on the town. The main house is at a bar, and I got to say, everyone looks great. You got to look great at the party scene. Loving these bar looks. Everyone's having fun. They're doing shots. People are chilling. Hunter's talking to Joss. I don't even know about what. I think he's trying to tell him we got to get rid of Tony and Johnny. This is supposed to be some sort of a scene, but I don't really care about it. And then we hear Zach talking to Tony and and, uh, Zach, this is when Zach says we got to let the weak link sort it out, meaning Hunter and Nelson and Joss, I guess. I don't know. The guy's game is not interesting to me. Then Zach says that Tony is a savage. So far, Zach's interviews for the past couple of episodes have been about him saying that uh, an older cast member is a great player. He went on his thing with Cara Maria. He went on his thing with Tony this week. It's just they're a great player. They're my buddy. We have an alliance. And it's like, I guess that's, you know important i don't see it playing in the game yet i haven't seen zach spill this much anger and despicable sound bites i don't think ever i mean every week i feel like i'm talking i'm referencing on here about the fact that like zach said something zach is like yeah that you know i think i believe last week he called like uh jose and davon's team like the biggest losers in the world like they're the worst team i've ever seen yeah jose's the worst competitor i've ever seen i also think he called them cockroaches which is problematic i mean and then this episode he you know later he has some crazy shit to say about his own teammate yeah Um, it's it, it, it really is. like He's angry. It's crazy. Yeah. He's angry. He is. He is upset. I wonder if this would have been, if we would have gotten a completely different Zach with Jenna. We would. We absolutely would. Because they would have just, I think he might, he's just bitter that she went home, I think. I think, that that's, what's what's, going I think on? that's what's going on. It's not helping his likability. No. And he's not that likable to begin with. Yeah. So, but so, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to talk about Zach anymore. I feel like I just, he just is kind of a negative. Well, I'm going to talk about him in a little bit because he shocked me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Keep going. So, in this bar scene, we have Carmarie confront, Carmaria, excuse me. Who am I, TJ over here? We have Car Maria confront Ashley Mitchell about the Kyle situation. We learned a couple episodes ago that Ashley and Kyle hooked up with each other. Ashley tried to keep it a secret. Um, she lied to her partner Hunter about it. And then she was outed in the Armageddon soccer ball by Faith in that little segment they called The Read, uh, where they took everyone to the library. So that's when Cara Maria learned about Ashley and Kyle hooking up. And Cara Maria let us know, the viewers in interviews, that she was very upset that Ashley, someone she considered a friend, had hooked up with Kyle. And then Ashley let us know, the viewers in interviews, that she thought there was nothing going on because Cara Maria had told her that she wasn't into him and she didn't like him anymore. So now 
Kara is confronting Ashley and Ashley's saying, you told me you didn't like him. And Kara is saying, yes, but you should have known what I really meant. And Ashley is saying, how am I supposed to know what you think? This is a very good point. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, you're right. It is a good point. I do want to point this out here. Ashley is my, my I like Ashley on in this show, but she, when she gets drunk, she gets the type of drunk that makes me like want to run away. Like yeah. she's one of these people who as soon as they're like drunk, you can completely tell like they can't fake it at all. Like their facial, they're they're like her face like goes a little slump you know what i mean limp eye limp or something and it's just like wow nobody's driving here like you know what i mean like no one's behind the wheel that scares me someone's driving and that person's mad yeah it's scary she's a little scary when she gets drunk yeah a lot of people are scary when she gets drunk but she scares me when she gets drunk the the only issue as once again a couch psychologist that i had with this scene is that ashley is I agree with Ashley's point of view here. Like, I can't read your mind. I was just listening to what you told me. Like, I I can't live in this world where you say one thing and you mean the other. But she was, her reaction to Kara, who was like crying, was to yell. And so that felt off. It was like, well, you could just, you could say, you're right, Ashley. You are right. Just know that and say it calmly instead of screaming hey, at but her. we don't know if she's right i mean maybe as far you're as right. she's concerned you're right but right. when they were going into this house like kyle and car maria were kind of off and on she didn't know what happened in the house yeah yet. she comes in sleeps with kyle and then says well listen i just assumed that you you said that you guys were you didn't care and it's like when somebody tells you that, you can kind of tell like, well, yeah, but I, I would understand how you would care. So I'm just going to stay away from that. You know what I mean? And it, and that's not exactly what happened. I write down here, Amanda talking shit about Kara. And that's because in an interview following this Amanda Ashley situation, we have Amanda um, saying something kind of like, Kara is always ruining the vibe of the house. We am tired of it. Etc. Amanda has had a lot of screen time in interviews this season. Yeah, and she hasn't been doing anything. It's interesting. Like, there is not, she hasn't, you know, it, she's not playing great. She's not playing horrible. She didn't really have, like, beefs or anything until this episode. You know, so this next scene, I'm going to walk you through it as we saw it on television, and then we will discuss what was um, listed on Twitter. We're back at the house. We're back at the main house. On television, this is what we see. We see Amanda furiously talking shit about Kara. She's screaming. She's pointing. She's all round up. Joss is holding her back. And then we see Kara being like, I can hear her talking shit about me, so I'm going to go in. Kara goes in, starts screaming. Amanda, again, is being held back by Joss. Amanda and Kara are yelling at each other. About what? I'm not sure. Ashley jumps in. She's yelling. Then we have a commercial break. Then we come back. Ashley is up. She's screaming, no one likes you. Go home. Which seems to be, I don't know, the mantra of the challenge these days. No one likes you. Um, this whole room is full of security. Then we have Kara saying, I'm a weirdo loser. Then we have Marie standing up to the lavender lady saying, you're all fucking corny. Leave Kara alone. Stop acting insane. Ashley and Marie are fighting it, fighting over it all. Then we see Devon, Jose, and Kara in another room. Devon is standing on the mattress, uh, apparently like listening into the other room. And she's saying, your partner has your back. And Kara's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about her. And then we have an interview with Tony. And Tony's saying, Kara's in, always in a bad place with the females in the house because she's unbeatable. And, you know, they really don't like that she's such a good competitor. And that's the issue. And then we go back to the house and they're yelling at each other some more. And we hear Amanda say, I hope your horse dies. And then we have Zach say. <laughs> Loved that. Yeah, Nick really liked that. And then we heard Zach say, shut your stupid mouth. Amanda is evil then we go outside and we have marie talking to amanda sylvia and ashley surrounded by six security guards so many security guards yeah there were so many and marie is like trying to talk to them like just leave her alone blah 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 and ashley's like you talk shit about her and marie's like yeah she's my vendetta i can talk shit about her you should leave her alone and then that's that that that's that. That's that. That's that. Well, <clears throat> now y- there is some debate, not debate, but apparently 
It the, didn't actually go down this way. The but I way mean, Amanda said it went down on her Twitter, she tweeted about it. She said what really happened was Marie was cuddling with Kyle in the bed. We started yelling Kara's name. Kara came in, flipped out on all of us, and then left. When she left is when I first started talking shit about her. I didn't just start talking shit about her out of nowhere. It's because she had come in and yelled at everybody and acted like a complete psycho, which they didn't show first. So that is what Amanda is saying. The editing happened. I thought I cared last night, but today in the the light of day, I don't care at all. And I don't care. I don't care. No one's right. Everyone's wrong. They're all a bunch of degenerates. Why are we still fighting about Kyle? Uh, well, I think only a couple of people are fighting about Kyle. I think that couple of people's Car Maria. Um, I think that Amanda is clearly um, prov- provoking Kara, so Kara will hit her, so she will leave, and and then one more person that she has to deal with in the final, if she gets there, um, will go home. I mean, why does easy. she think Kara would hit her? Kara has never hit anyone. Um. I don't know. She was getting pretty close. I, you don't rarely see, you rarely see Kara in this situation getting emotional. I mean, there's a point where she pushes Kyle, and they do like a nice little edit, editing sting where they when he put she she shoves him like boom, and then the camera like shakes and the, there's a sound sting thing. Yeah. It's like there's some rumbling sound effect. They made it look like she was really heated and she was drunk and you never know what's going to happen. So it's not a bad tactic for Amanda to do this. Uh, and and then, you know, for mentally, you know, maybe Cara can't handle anymore. She quits. I mean, she's not going to. But these are all clearly things that have gone through her mind. Um, you know, I so do we get to the point? Well, first of all, as far as that editing thing, it is interesting that if this was all started because Marie was in the bed with Kyle snuggling and clearly they weren't going to hook up. It was probably just people being drunk and snuggling, yada, yada, yada. But Cara doesn't want to take it out on Marie. She wants to take it out on everybody else. And Marie feels bad. So now she's really sticking up for Cara, uh, in the face of her alliance and her true friends outside of the house, the lavender ladies. And so it kind of makes Marie's defense of Cara seem a lot more weak because she's she's guilty here. She sort of started this knowing that that might be a problem. I assume because they were all saying it like to Marie like you make fun of her too. Like clearly she was in on the joke yeah. of her snuggling with Kyle and and thinking it's funny to rile Kara up. Didn't think Kara was going to react this way and felt bad. So, yeah. That's really what was going on here if if Amanda's account of the situation on Twitter was correct. And what's really going on here, if Amanda's account of the situation is correct, is that Kara started screaming at people. So Kara is Kara is being painted as the victim in this. This shows her, this shows us people talking shit about her and then Kara standing up for herself. Whereas what Amanda was saying is that Kara came in there and started screaming at all of them because they were calling her name. Yeah, but she was being teased. The okay. whole story right. is that's a, true. She's still the, whole thing the that victim. Happened at the bar is her admitting to Ashley. I still, I, I, I. This is what she was telling Ashley before that we didn't mention is that Ashley, uh, Ashley's like, I didn't understand you. Yeah, you feel one way, but you're saying another thing. How am I supposed to know? And Kara literally saying now, okay, that's cool, but I'm telling you now that I was full of shit and I'm hurt by this. Yeah, I clearly still have feelings. I'm letting you know that right now, and I'm just hurt. There's nothing else that's going to happen here. I'm just, I needed to tell you that my feelings are heart hurt because I was lying about mm. not caring. I do care. Yeah. Then later, yeah, somebody else is snuggling with Kyle, and that whole room and crew is screaming for Kara to come witness this yeah. because they want to tease her a little bit more about her being hurt. Yeah. So to me- Oh, you're right. Then, she then, is still a victim either way. Yeah, it's bullying. And yeah. It's, and it's, there's teasing going on. And when you're drunk, everything feels worse and everything's yeah. more dramatic. I mean, I still feel like Cara's the victim here. And yeah. I'm on Cara's side. At this point, there's only a few people in this house who I'm sympathetic towards. Yeah. Do you want to know who those people are? Yeah. Cara Maria. Mm-hmm. And by default, Marie. I like Marie. I like that team. Yeah. Me okay? too. Uh, Jose and Devon, because they're real rookies and they've played really well. And it doesn't seem like anybody's on their side, but they're able to squeak it out each time. And 100%. they've earned my... Uh, Fandom, I like them. They are currently my my favorite team right now, and I want to see them win in some way. I'm with you. And here we go. 
Johnny Bananas and Come Tony. On. I, I'm, I'm telling you, Johnny Bananas and Tony, they're in a sympathetic si- situation because nobody's really on their side. At least that's what they're showing us on TV. Yeah. And But they're also really good competitors. I like pe- seeing people's back against the wall. And sorry, guys, I have an allegiance to people I've been watching for a decade. Yeah. I Even though Tony's not been for a decade, Tony has uh, eked his way into my heart. Tony's uh, been with us for a while. Yeah. With and he's cons- two pregnancies. Yeah. Consistently <laughs> with us. He's like the last season of Real World I ever actually enjoyed like yeah i do like tony which makes me like um johnny more and johnny's not doing anything in this season to hate really yeah so i don't hate him um but it's just uh, brad and kyle are bait when they're not winning they're not on this show brad is not on this show for sure they showed a clip they showed a little bit of brad after the eating challenge in the first thing yeah we had we were laughing about what people look like um you because you were like oh um hunter look how way hunter looks right now and i was like yeah he's like so proud of himself and i'm looking at everybody and then there was just a clip of brad brad looked like the walking dead brad <laughs> looked so old so pale and so sick while he was standing there <laughs> that maybe they're not showing brad because he looks ill and it's not good for tv like you're not seeing brad at all on this show we saw him for a second later in the episode and i was like oh i forgot brad was on the show and the only thing that that team is is giving us is this weird car maria storyline yeah which i could do without and i could do without since episode two you're right i i feel the same way actually everything you said i agree with and i would say the other team i'm sympathetic to would be faith and angela but they left yeah they're gone and i really like Polly and uh, I like Natalie, but she kind of grates on my nerves. Um, I don't know that team. I like just because they're a wild card, and I enjoy the way Polly has been outwardly like calling Pauly. people out and and doing what he's got to do to get on another season of this show. So uh, I have a feeling we're going to see him again. You know, off off screen, he's dating Car Maria. So you know what I mean. It's I think we're going to see Polly again. I think he's have a, having a good rookie season. Yeah. Speaking of, that brings us to the next scene, which is the Redemption House, where Polly is orchestrating. I a- actually want to go back because something I wanted to say before we kind of glossed over. Yeah. Right at the end of this, you got um, Zach trying to calm down his partner. Yeah. Amanda. The way he's doing it is so threatening. Yeah. And so like, I wish you would just stop being such a piece of shit. Like, yeah. like he's like getting in her face and like. He was being aggressive mm-hmm. towards her in real life in front of everybody. And then it cuts to his interview being like, I fucking hate her. Like, you know what I mean? I understand he does not like her because he she is his vendetta and really his uh, girlfriend's vendetta as well. He's got such bitterness towards her, which comes out even more during, um, you know, the daily that we get to see. So I don't know that that, that sealed the deal for me as far as Kyle's feeling super toxic, not Kyle, um, Zach. Uh, Zach feeling super toxic on this show. Yeah. Uh, the way that he was talking to Amanda in the, I understand he's trying to protect himself to not go home, but it, there's other ways of doing it. Yeah. Um, you don't, he, he just felt like he was getting in her face too much yeah. and it was aggressive. Like how you talk to a male partner. Um, he and reminds it, it, it me of that good. guy from the Island that wouldn't let the girls eat. Who was that? Who was in a porno? He was on the challenge. Yeah, he reminds me of Dunbar. Dunbar seems a lot less uh, threatening than Zach, but maybe I haven't seen him in a while. But no, I agree with you. That was a weird scene. I mean, he was like screaming at Amanda, and then he was saying that she was evil, and it's just like I don't know. I just like I said, I don't, I don't get what Zach is adding to this show. Yeah. Um, so that brings us to the Redemption House, where Polly is orchestrating a conversation between Natalie and Kaylee. They're like, we're going to talk. Natalie and Kaylee sit down. Natalie seems open to this. Kaylee does not. She looks uh, like she's got a cold, steely resolve over her face. She's not into this. Cam and Polly join to watch. Natalie is like, why'd you out me on social media? Kaylee looks pissed. She said, um, you know, I'm upset that you giggled when the suitcase was thrown over there. You made it seem like it was a big deal that I kissed Johnny Bananas. I would have told you if it was important. Uh, I wrote down Vendetta's drama. Boring. Hmm. And then, so, they continue to fight here. Now, I want to mention this. This is, the catalyst for this talk is Polly. Yeah. Polly's pushing. I said Polly orchestrated a combo. I, I, I understand. Okay. Um, I want to solidify that statement because I think it's interesting what happens. Yeah. He's like being like, you guys just need to talk. Come on. He's pushing for it, pushing for it, pushing for it. So they have this conversation. Um, does something happen before it goes awry? 
Um, no, they just start talking. I mean, the thing that happens before it goes awry is that they both apologize to each other and they both say, let's move forward. Yeah. And then, so basically, Kaylee is able to say, um, Kaylee says, listen, uh, I feel like you bullied me, yada, yada, yada. And then Natalie goes, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry for that. I feel really bad I did that. Um, and then she's like, well, and then Natalie's like, I mean, Kaylee's like, yeah, that's why I did what I did on, on social media. And she's like, well, you know, you outed me on social media. You're not supposed to do that. And now she, Natalie's waiting for her apology. She, Natalie's like, I gave mine. Now it's time for yours. Kaylee would not own up to that being sort of evil shit to do to her yeah. online. Natalie starts getting mad. Kaylee starts getting mad. And then they start screaming at each other to the point where a security guard has to come out. Yeah. And then Natalie runs upstairs and Kaylee starts calling her, you know, names and yada, yada, yada. Now you got Paulie calming down Natalie in a room. Yeah. And Paulie is just like, you're going to let her beat you like that? Like, you, you, you it's, gotta, a game. it's a game. It's, it's a, game. a game. Keep your chin up. It's like, hey, you're gonna, you, you, you got to calm yourself down. Learn how to calm your... He's talking as if, like, this was some sort of competition. I know. Or it's like, no, Paulie, you put them in this situation uh, for your benefit, I guess. And then it didn't go the way you want. And now you're like, all right, Natalie, now now's the time to really, to one-up her. Like, but I just thought it was really funny that he, like, his plan completely backfired. And now he's the one that's having to calm Natalie down and being like, you can't let her do that to you. It's like, no, you did that to her. Yeah. You forced them in this room together. They clearly weren't ready to do this on fucking television. Yeah. Also, I just, I mean, outing someone... <laughs> outing someone on such a large platform when you are both stars like this i knew natalie before she came onto the challenge i did not know she was a lesbian i knew she was i found out she was a lesbian from kaylee she outed uh, this is real life i don't i don't know maybe it feels like kaylee is acting like it doesn't matter and and i guess if I was a scumbag, I would do that too because I would feel bad about what I had done. But like, you don't get to out people. That's their sexuality. You, that's their story to tell, not Kaylee's. Um, and the fact that Kaylee is in that Natalie's being open to Kaylee and and going to her. I mean, maybe this is being edited in a way to make Kaylee look bad, but she is not coming off well here mm, by agreed. any means. Totally agree. That takes us to the main house where Hunter and Ashley are in the kitchen. And the point of this scene is to let us know that Hunter and Ashley are on the rocks. They're not talking to each other um, because of this lie, air quotes, where Hunter asked Ashley if she had hooked up with Kyle and she said no. I want to know where in the book does it say that Ashley has to tell Hunter everybody she hooks up with. Well, like, you let me know what's actually going on here, which actually helped me understand this. Because this, if you're not paying attention to Twitter at all, this seems crazy that he does. cares at all. You know, they're not dating and all that stuff, but apparently he was trying to hook up with her when they were in the hotel before they were before they, they were mercenaries. The yeah, and uh, she would not, and he clearly has feelings for her and and wants to hook up with her and then feels like she betrayed him by hooking up with Kyle immediately and not telling her. He's just butthurt. He's butthurt over this thing and he's kind of, and we're not really seeing why it's just, we're just seeing the outcome, which is them not being on the rocks. And it makes no sense. They just won. They're both really strong competitors. They seem to both have really good alliances. They feel like they're, they look like they're not at the bottom of the totem pole in this game in the least. And yet for some reason, Hunter has some beef with Ashley and it's, and it's not working out. Yeah. And he just keeps being like, she lied to me. She lied to me. It is very confusing. Um, did we see Brad for the first time? This, I mean, I guess there was a snap of him at the daily, but I didn't see him. We just see an interview with Brad where he's where they're going into this next daily, and Brad's like, "We need to win." I'm like, "Yeah, everyone always says that." Yeah, <laughs> there's always an interview where someone's like, "We got to get this one." So that takes us to the daily. It's called Sky Bridge. It is a sky. It's a bridge in the sky. It's being held up by cranes over a valley. You have to work with your partner to create a rope bridge. You have 15 minutes to create this rope bridge. Get to the other side. Ring the bell. Um, it does look pretty terrifying. TJ says this is epic. TJ makes a big point of going beforehand and saying this is epic. This is I've never seen anything like this. And uh, in the beginning, he's really pushing that that this is a, a this is a wild challenge and then later in this challenge he just starts berating people for not doing a good job so that was kind of strange to me yeah i didn't like this is the piece of us uh, hearing what he thinks um 
that I didn't like. I felt like he was poking himself too much into this game, and I didn't understand the reason for it. The only reason I think that uh, towards the end that he was really berating certain people, especially Car Maria, which we'll find out why in a second, I feel like he wanted more people to try to get across and then fall off, slip off and fall. So it made sense that this is scary because really at the end of this, nobody really falls except for Nelson. Like everybody else either disqualifies themselves or stops on the ropes. Well, Amanda jumps. Yeah, no, no, but nobody falls. Nobody like, falls. They want people to like slip and be like, oh, 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 so they can have like a bunch of things to show of people falling off and thinking they're about to die. Mm-hmm. And um, you only get one of those, and it's not really that exciting. Uh, And I think that he realized it took like three days to set this challenge up and we're looking for people to fall and feel like they're about to die. And we're not really getting that if people just quit. Yeah, that's a good point. So Ashley and Hunter get the power vote, uh, which means they get to decide when they want to go in uh, the sequence of challengers. And they decide to go last. The first. So these are two teams that are kind of uh, creating this rope bridge to the center. So who who can ring the bell first in the center. But it's also just they're competing against everyone because it's a time competition. Brad and Kyle go up first against Kara and Marie. Um, Marie says, I'm going to puke. Kara's like, we're just going to put on our brave thinking today. Um, Kara and Marie freeze up there. They don't go far. TJ yells at them. And in fact, um, at one point, someone's like, you're killing it, Marie. And TJ's like, they're not killing it at all. And then he yells at Kara, you're better than this. Um, yeah. So, Nick, I think you're right, 100% right, oh, your your estimation about why that's happening. May, suffice to say, Kara and Marie do not get far. Brad and Kyle get kind of far, but they don't get to the end. Shane and Nelson go up against Bananas and Tony. Um, Shane and Nelson do a pretty good job of squeaking it out. They're going, it looks like they might make it to the end here. We get a fun little uh, soundbite from Nelson saying, I'm thinking in my head, if we don't get this done, we're not going to do this. Um, which Nick and I laughed about for 45 years. Yeah, yeah, we got to do this or we're not going to get this done. One of those things he said I thought was really funny. <laughs> if it's we like, don't yeah, get this course. done, we're not going to do yeah, this. Yeah. If, um, if, if, we don't, if I don't tie my shoes, my shoes won't get tied. <laughs> it's neck and neck between Tony, Johnny, and Shane and um, Nelson. By the way, we didn't mention Shane was puking before he got on this yeah. uh, thing. He was so scared. Yeah, he hates. He said before he got on, I hate heights more than I hate Johnny Bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're they're doing it. They're they're neck and neck. And then Bananas and Tony get across. They ring the bell. We hear Tony say, love you, buddy, twice to Bananas. We do not hear Bananas say it back to Tony. Um, just a little note I made to myself. Good note. Zach and Amanda go up against who else? Joss and Sylvia. These two teams are always paired together. Um, Joss and Sylvia don't or they're doing okay. There's not any communication happening before between them. That is Sylvia's storyline here is that she doesn't talk to her partner. And Joss's storyline here is that he's having sex with Amanda. Zach and Amanda are fighting the whole time. Um, You know, Zach and Amanda just arguing, arguing, arguing. And Amanda is finally like, you know what? Fuck you. And she jumps. Um, She's like, I had to get away from Zach. Joss falls. It seems like maybe he's just kind of falling to be hanging there with Amanda. I don't know. There wasn't a there wasn't a ah moment with Josh. He just kind of fell. Yeah, Josh is a limp noodle, man. He doesn't do nothing on this show. Yeah, boring. But we do know he used to be a farmer. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> boring. Ash and Hunter go up against Davon and Jose. Ash and Hunter are they're fighting. Um, this is when Nick asked me, what are they fighting about? And we paused it and I told him, um, Davon and Jose are doing a pretty good job. They're doing a different, they're doing a decent job for people who aren't that experienced on the challenge. You know, this is, I would, I would guess Davon's first um, you know, heights challenge. She's never been on the challenge before. She's never been hanging over a mountainside. So they're doing pretty good for that. 
Jose said one of my favorite lines of the season, which he uh, throws her the rope and he says, figure eight that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now figure eight that bitch. That shit was funny. And they got one, they ended up getting one, one rope, which is better than a disqualification. They got one night, which is great. It's better than Cara and Marie. A lot of people disqualified. So, um, then we see, so everyone's done. That's the end. Hunter and Ashley fight. They don't get anywhere. I don't think, I don't even think they get one. We learned that uh, Johnny and Tony win. So they will get the power vote in the next elimination. We hear Ashley say, it's hard to accomplish anything when you can't talk to your partner. And then um, TJ is like, well, you know, what, what's that about? And Hunter's like, I take full responsibility for this. Hunter would rather take full responsibility for them losing than actually have to talk to Ashley. I saw him being applauded on Twitter for this move. What did you think about it, Nick? Uh, I thought he thought he was doing a great job. I, I, I think it's fine. Um, it is his fault, I think. Right. Yeah. That they're yeah. not communicating. So because Ashley's like, talk to me, talk to me. Yeah. I don't know. They, I mean, they're not giving the viewer who's not on Twitter or Reddit, like, you know, anything, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, fine. seems like they just don't like each other because they're supposed to not like each other because they're vendettas. So I guess that's what they're going on. But this season, the last thing we hear, I mean, this episode, the last thing we hear from a challenger is uh, Nelson saying Shane and I are going to go in to Armageddon. Um, that is the cliff that this episode rests on. And Yeah, but meanwhile, it's exactly what Shane and Nelson were talking about. If they end up winning, they're not going to call us out. You know what I mean? So... Oh, I guess, no, they wouldn't call us out because if they were to lose, they wouldn't call us out if we all voted him in. So they're never, I don't know. We'll see what happens if they'll, uh, if we're actually going to see the Shane versus um, Johnny Bananas showdown. We'll see. We'll see if it happens. The episode actually ends with two PSAs. We get a PSA about how no one should be outed. And then we get a PSA about bullying. Yeah. MTV given so much airtime to people fighting and being outed and then seconds to PSAs. You gotta do it. Gotta cover your, uh, gotta cover your butt. You know what else you gotta do? You gotta give us five stars on the Apple podcast app. It really only takes a second and we appreciate it so much. If you're on the app, just open to our page, scroll down. It's so simple. Yeah. You just gotta just scroll down and then you click five stars. Click five stars or actually just click write a review Yeah. and then click five stars and then write a little something nice about us. We like that. Yeah. Just say hi. We need to know that people are out there listening to us guys. It's important. Um, Email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com tweet us at realityblowspod you can find me on twitter at ashley b roberts and you can find nick on instagram at nick maritato that's m-a-r-i-t-a-t-o and as always may the tj be upset with you and i hope he stops because it's actually making me not like tj as much as i normally like tj what sorry